0: Opinions expressed on the Ice Free Fitness podcast are those of the individuals and do not necessarily represent Blind Alive. No comments are meant to diagnose or treat any particular condition, but to assist you on your journey to wellness. Please consult your doctor if your questions are of a medical nature.
1: Hi, everybody. This is the Eyes Free Fitness Podcast number 49. I am Mel Scott, and today I have Lisa Salinger with me, and we're going to chat a little bit about some announcements. But first, I want to say hi to Lisa. So, hey, Lisa.
2: Hello. Wow, 49. Our podcast is getting toward middle age. This <laughs> is pretty amazing.
1: It totally is. It's, it's thrilling to me. And today we're going to bring back some segments that were sort of regular segments, but we haven't been uh, super committed to those. So we are going to bring back the Book It segment today and the Fitness Speak segment today. So we can uh, look forward to that coming up in, in a few minutes.
2: Yeah, we've kind of been doing things in interesting ways to accommodate summer travel and vacations and things. And so it kind of feels like we're getting back into the swing, which is a good thing. But I, for one, have been fighting the problem of my rumbling stomach because, you know, the last time we talked, we were talking about chocolate pudding at least the last time we talked I think for a podcast this time we're sitting down to do a podcast and she's telling me about something (laughs) she made over the weekend and you know I'm so disappointed because she told me that there were leftovers, Uh and I asked her to email some, (laughs) and I'm waiting, and my CD-ROM drive has not yet popped out, but...
1: They're uh, gone. Hope
2: hope springs eternal.
1: They're gone. what'd you make? Okay, I have to tell you. Okay, so we get all of our vegetables from the farm, and... Tons of eggplants and summer squash and peppers and fresh tomatoes. And I saw this recipe that I get this newsletter. And the recipe was vegetable cashew ricotta lasagna. And it's vegetarian and it's almost vegan. The only thing about it is it has an egg in it. And you layer the vegetables and you soak the cashews and make a ricotta it's like ricotta, it's not ricotta, it's a paste, and layer that and it makes a huge amount and it was crusty on the top and the vegetables were, it was just luscious. And so we had that for dinner with some fresh corn and then I had so much left over that the next day I just scooped some out, I put it in a skillet and I added some real cheese to it and then I added four eggs to it and made a frittata with it. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. And so then last night, last night we still had some left. So once again, I put it in the skillet and Stu had a little bit of a really, really nice organic steak that he had made. I don't usually eat steak, but he had a little bit. So we cut that really thin. I had some montaki mushrooms, which I sauteed, and put that in with the same eggplant squash mixture and then put the eggs on it again and made it kind of a, a scramble. And we had that again last night. So anyway, that recipe is going to be in... Our next, actually, by the time this comes out, it'll be our last week's blog. So you can go check the blog out or the, it'll be in the show notes here too, I think. So yeah, that's what was cooking.
2: Sounds good. We've had a lot cooking here too. I think some contest winners perhaps? Oh, yes, you have the names of those
1: contest winners. Shall we tell people who won? Sure, but let's.
2: Let's drag it out a little bit first, because <laughs> I think we're feeling mean and vindictive after that wonderful recipe. I don't know. Uh, oh. I'm suffering, so let's pass the suffering along and, and prolong it a bit.
1: I'm not into suffering. Well,
2: we don't have to. We know the winners. But anyway, um, That's true. these were people who signed up either at the conventions or from home to receive our newsletter and they signed up between the end of June and the middle of July and after the deadline was passed we drew two names and they had a choice of prizes and our winners were Megan Hudgens and Jay Pellis and they both chose the pen friend and they should be receiving that shortly our congratulations to both Megan and Jay, and our thanks to all of you who signed up for the newsletter.
1: Yeah, I just want to tell people I I love the pen friend and what I do with it is I label all of my CDs or my thumb drives, and you can do a thousand things with it, but that's how I keep up with which workouts are I'm doing. So that's how. I love to use it, and that was kind of why I thought, oh, this would be a good prize for people because it is a way of keeping track of your workouts. So you can go to our website on the Favorite Products Picks page, very hard to say, and the Pen Friend Labeler is there. And if you click through from our website, it'll take you straight there, and it'll actually help us out a little tiny bit money-wise if you do it that way. So, that's that.
2: Yeah, I don't have one. I have used one with students when I worked as a rehab teacher, and I have considered getting one. I can also, of course, make labels in Braille, but I think for the purpose that I want it, the pen friend might actually work better. I have the Script Talk system for my prescription medications, but I take several supplements And after a while, you can only have so many bottles of the same size capsules (laughs) without getting a little confused. And the nice thing is you can stick these labels on the lids and then just change out your lids, especially if you continue to buy your supplements from the same place. So it has a lot of applications and those are kind of the ways that we've used it for health. We had customers say, well, you know, how do you use this for health? How is it related to health? And I think those are the two. One is labeling workout CDs. The other is to label supplements or other medications. I heard of someone, I don't know how well they would stick, but I, you know, I think it's possible. Someone who put them, the labels on the end of their weights And they labeled them two pounds, three pounds, five pounds, eight pounds, whatever. Uh, That way they knew what they were. Oh,
1: yeah. It's just a matter of being creative with them.
2: There once was a resource that was all these really novel things you could do with the pen friend. And also the ways that you could use the labels so that you could make them last longer so that you didn't have to keep paying to replace them. And if I can find that link, if it still exists, I will put that in the show notes because that's a fantastic resource.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're fun to use. It's so many things you can do with it. You could actually read a story onto it and or you can you could actually record it and put your workouts on it. I don't think it would sound very good, but you could.
2: Right. I think I knew of somebody who because they now have like laundry tags and somebody had written a poem for his or her child, and they ironed this laundry pen friend tag onto the tag of a bear, <laughs> oh, and the I mean... child could use it to play the story.
1: Oh, gosh, I love that.
2: I know. I just think that's so cool. I mean, the audio quality is it's... not that great, although when I used it, it was the pen friend one, and the pen friend two maybe better. That's what we link to on our page. But yeah. all kinds of fun and exciting stuff there. Yeah. So, what's next? While we did have big prizes for our lucky winners, we also wanted to thank all of you for your ongoing support, for telling others about Blind Alive, for ordering, and we just kind of wanted to commend you on your healthy journey and do what we could to help you on your way. So, we have changed things up a bit, and now when you subscribe to the newsletter, you will receive a free relaxation audio. This is done by Joe Simic, who has voiced our yoga workouts. I hear tell he's going to read the phone book next and it's going to be a bestseller. (laughs) Love that man's voice. He's done a wonderful job for us with this audio and we are happy to bring it to you. And so all you need to do is subscribe to the newsletter. Now, if you're already subscribed, in the last newsletter, you should have seen the link where you can download your audio. If you have since deleted your newsletter, please feel free to contact us. Just fill out the contact form on our web page, or you could write to me specifically, Lisa at blindalive.com, and we'll make sure that you get the audio. But it's also a friendly reminder to read the newsletter because you never know what goodies you could be missing by not reading. We've started including recipes, which seems to be a big hit. And we may be having announcements or promos that may be of interest to you. So it's worth reading. We try to keep it brief. We try to only write when we have something to say to you. And speaking of something that may be of interest to you, A few podcasts back, I reviewed an app called Relax Plus, and over this past weekend, they released a new update. I did not experience this problem, but apparently some people who used the app had problems where every time they launched the app, it was starting more and more slowly, and they couldn't figure it out, and they couldn't figure it out, and they finally had it happen On their system which is wonderful because they were able to reproduce it and fix it and as a result they have made a free audio track available and it will be available for the next few months and they've made it available just as a thank you to people for hanging in there with them while they fix the problem and This one sounds like a good one. I haven't listened yet, but I think it's something we all struggle with. It's a meditation called Quiet Mind. Oh, that sounds good. Yes. Yeah, we can all use that at times. So if you have the app, you can get that for free. If you don't have the app, this might be a good time to get it because you'll get that as an added benefit. And apparently that Meditation will only be available for free for a few months. Normally, the meditations are $1.99. And again, the app is called Relax Plus, and it's by Andrew Johnson. We'll have a link in the show notes and a link to the podcast where I demonstrate that app in case you would like to check that out.
1: Very good. I still haven't checked it out, but I'm, uh, I'm oh, going to do that. Yeah, I know. I know. I definitely... Should do that,
2: so... A nice one. I think there's, there's something in it for just about everybody, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, good, good. So, we need to tell people
2: about Mystic Access. Oh, we do, we do. Mystic Access is known for their tutorials primarily, and one of the things they have done is they've brought tutorials and hardware together I think we all know how frustrating it is to get a new piece of technology and not really be sure how to use it. And they have demystified this process. They sell a few different speakers and along with the speaker, you get their tutorial how to use it. So you may pay a little more than you would if you get it straight from Amazon, but you get their tutorial You get a thorough, in-depth walkthrough of how to use it. And they have several different speakers. I think there are four. And there are various sizes and quality. And the other thing is some people say, you know, well, I don't have a Bluetooth device. But they have a Victor Reader stream, for example, or a portable book reader. And Mystic Access also sells a Bluetooth transmitter complete with a tutorial. And this will turn your non-Bluetooth device into a Bluetooth transmitter.
1: Oh, that is so cool. I'm going to do
2: that. Yeah, it's very neat. And that way you can take any of our workouts, if it's on your phone or if it's on your Victor Reader stream or whatever. I mean, for example, let's say that you are going to be going out the door in an hour and you want your phone to charge. So you can't have it right near you while you're doing your workout. Well, no problem. You just charge your phone wherever it is, use your Bluetooth speaker, and you can set that right by you. One of them is even waterproof. So you could set it near a pool or whatever, and it will give your music or our workouts a better sound. So we're very pleased that Mystic Access is sponsoring us. And to learn more about them, please visit www.MysticAccess, all one word, M-Y-S-T-I-C-A-C-C-E-S-S dot com. Very good. I love those guys. They're fun.
1: I met both of them. No, I didn't meet Kim. I met Christopher at the ACB and a uh, really, really nice guy. So I'm I'm happy to be have them on our uh, podcast. So let's head off to our first segment, which is the book it segment. And Lisa has taken it upon herself for which I am very grateful to begin doing these segments on a more regular basis. So that's what's coming up next. Any
2: excuse to fuel my reading is Fine, by me.
1: (laughs) Good job. Let's do it.
0: Let's book it.
2: Hi, it's Lisa, and it's true confession time. Lately, I've been feeling a little left out. After all, Mel has fitness speak, and Peggy has let's eat. So I decided it was time for a change and a friendly takeover. So I have therefore seized the Book It segment, which we did bring to you once and just did not manage to bring back. So I have seized this particular segment and look forward to the chance to make it my own, or mostly so. It doesn't mean that I won't talk with others about books. It's just that when Mel and I sat down to do this, we didn't really envision some of the obstacles we might encounter. For example, one of us might really like a book, and the other might not. Even more, though, it was a matter of getting our schedules coordinated and getting the book read in a time that would work well for both of us. I will primarily be talking about book choices. I particularly love to read and enjoy the chance to create and to share in this particular area. You may not agree with all my selections, but... I hope that in the process you will find a book or books every now and then that will be of interest to you and will be helpful to you. This time I thought I would take a look at a book called Devoured. The subtitle is From Chicken Wings to Kale Smoothies, How What We Eat Defines Who We Are. This book is by Sophie Egan, E-G-A-N, and this book is available at least in my cursory research, on Bookshare and on Kindle. Now, I should say here that any book that I review is going to be available somewhere in accessible form. For example, with this particular book, I mentioned Bookshare and Kindle. It is likely also available on Barnes & Noble, Apple, Google Play, and other places. So just because I don't mention one, Don't take that as an understanding that the book is not available in accessible format. When I can, I will try and highlight free or low-cost options. It is for this reason that I generally always research Bookshare and Bard to find out if the books I'm reviewing are available there. This book is very interesting in that it talks about the cause and effect about why we eat, what we eat, and how culture shapes that, and in general, what influences shape it. If you're looking for a book about how to eat, this really is not the one for you. But if you like to see how things kind of fit together, and you like books about psychology and people and why we do what we do, you might find that you like this book quite a lot. The author is a little bit... Spicy in her writing style and a little acerbic, a little sarcastic. Nothing for extreme shock value, but a little bit of language that could be offensive to some. The book is also of primary interest to Americans because, for the most part, it talks about eating in our modern American culture. Those from other countries might enjoy it if for no other reason than it gives an interesting peek into the American way of eating and drinking and will give you a way to compare and contrast what's going on in your own country. I find that I enjoy books that give me theories and reasons and things, but eventually I get to the point where I'm saying, so what? So what does this have to do with me and how can I use this in my daily life? And the author does a really good job of this, I think. The final chapter, the 11th chapter, is called What to Make of All of This. And it really kind of speculates about where trends could be going and how we can help ourselves. As I said, it doesn't so much advocate a particular way of eating or living as it just illuminates what is already going on. Sometimes when I read a book, Something completely random and almost off-topic as it relates to the book as a whole will jump out at me. And so when I have one of these, I thought I would share it. And I'm just very casually titling it The Unrelated Takeaway. And the author was talking in a chapter about our fondness for customizing our food and having it our way. The fact that there is a website where you can get nutrition bars, meal bars, that are customized with the ingredients that you want. You can get those that are already customized by others. For example, Tim Ferriss, a popular motivational speaker, has his recommended bars there. But you can indeed design your own. That website is www.ubars.com. Blind Alive doesn't get any kind of compensation for mentioning this website, I just thought it was an interesting and fun fact. If you remember, on our first Book It segment, we reviewed a book called Water with Lemon. As a nod to that first podcast, I've decided to give our books reviews not based on stars, but on glasses of lemon water. I should say here that unless I intensely dislike a book, I tend to rate high. So your mileage could vary. In other words, something I thought was really great or really interesting, you might not. But that's the beauty of it, because we're all different and we all have our own tastes. As for me, I would give this book four and a half glasses of lemon water. And again, the book is called Devoured, From Chicken Wings to Kale Smoothies, How What We Eat Defines Who We Are. It is by Sophie Egan, and information about the book will be found in the show notes. Meantime, if you have any comments, if you have questions about a book and you'd love to have it reviewed here, please feel free to write to me at lisa at blindalive.com. In all likelihood, I'll thank you for the opportunity to read and review another great book. Thanks for listening, and enjoy reading and learning along with me.
0: It's time now for... Fitness
1: Speak. Hey, I am back with Fitness Speak. It's been a long time, and I want to continue our series on body fluids because we didn't cover all of them, and body fluids are really important. And I think we need to know about all the different fluids that our body can make, and what they say about our health. So, today we're going to talk about the one that everybody knows about already is urine. I know there are so many euphemisms for the word urine. My mom used to call it wee-wee, and she would get upset if we used any of the other terms. So, you know, it was wee-wee around my house. But I actually taught my kids to say, urinate, the real word, which in a way is kind of nerdy for a kid too, to say, you know, a three-year-old to say, mommy, I have to go urinate. That kind of sounds weird too, but there's so many words that we use for it. I'm going to see if I can think of all the ones I know. Let's see, there's wee-wee, tee-tee, pee-pee, tinkle, piddle, I think the old older people used to say, make water. They would say, Mary Ellen, would you go in the bathroom for me and make water? And I'm thinking, I don't know how to make water. That's too strange. And then the kids will say, number one. And then there's the uglier words that I don't like to use for it. So I'm not going to say those, but there are a lot of, a lot of words that we use that are not what it really is. So, I'm going to tell you what urine really is. And it is water, 95% water, which is another reason why we need to drink so much water because our kidneys need that water to do what it needs to do to clear our bodies out. So, there's water in urine, and the other components of urine are salts and sugars and hormones and dead cells and uric acid, or it's called urea, ammonia. It's chemicals that our body produces as waste products during the processes and the metabolism that our body our bodies do daily, hourly. So our kidneys filter out our blood takes out the dead blood cells it takes out all the the more toxic metabolic waste that our bodies can't use and can actually damage our bodies so our kidneys protect us from a lot of damaging waste products and byproducts from things that we eat and things that we drink and medications that we take so we really need to drink the water so that our kidneys can do their job. There are two kidneys. They're bean-shaped, and they sit towards the back of the body on either side of the spine, above the waistline. There are two of them, and you can live with only one. And some people do give away their kidneys, particularly if they have a sibling or a child that needs a kidney for whatever reason. There are a lot of reasons why... People might need a kidney transplant. Maybe there's a problem with diabetes or nephritis or cancer or any number of things that can go on with the kidneys. So it is a good thing to know that you can live with only one of them. The kidneys have lots and lots of little tiny chambers and tubes that when the blood flows into them, It filters out the blood and takes out those waste products, and it makes urine. And what happens is it puts all of those waste products into the water that also comes out of your blood, and it trickles then down these tubes, which are called ureters, They're long tubes that go from the kidneys down to the bladder, the urinary bladder. There is another bladder in your body. It's called the gallbladder, and it sits on the side of your liver. We're not going to talk about the gallbladder today. We're talking about the urinary bladder. And the urinary bladder sits at the bottom part of your pelvis, and it's elastic. So it fills up with urine and it gets full and tight, and then at a certain point, it sets off nerve endings. So your nerves get triggered, and they say, oh, you got to go to the bathroom. So you, at that point, will start to get anxious and think, oh, I need to go to the bathroom or I need to find a nice tree or a nice bush or something so that you can relieve that pressure that has occurred in your body. And what happens is there is a sphincter, which is a circle or a ring of muscles that you can tighten and relax. You might be doing it unconsciously, so it stays tight until you say to yourself, oh, I can let this go now. So you go to the bathroom and then that sphincter relaxes and then the urine flows through the urethra out of your body. And in women, the urethra is short and in men, it's much longer. And the opening for the man is at the tip of the penis. And for the woman, it's right above the opening of the vagina. Women can tend to get more urinary tract infections because of the fact that the urethra is shorter. So that's the anatomy of the urinary system. So let's talk a little bit about the urine itself and what's actually coming out of your body. We talked about what's in it and what it's made up of, but there are characteristics about urine that can say a lot to us and to our medical team about our health. The color of urine in a normal person should be very pale yellow, or even almost transparent according to how much water you drink. It should not have a very strong smell if you're drinking enough water. It can get a deeper yellow or a darker yellow according to how much water you drink or what you've eaten. It can also get very, very dark, a dark brown or a red, which could mean that there is blood in your urine or melanin, which could be a symptom of a melanoma or other cancers in the urinary tract system, the kidneys or the bladder, the, the uh, consistency, it should be thin, it should be clear and not cloudy and not bubbly or frothy. And you can get colors like red or even blue if you're eating foods that have a lot of dyes in them, like red or blue dyes, which you do not want to do. It's not good for you. But if you're eating cranberries or raspberries or beets, you can also get a pinkish color, which should pass. So I know that a lot of us listening to this podcast cannot see our urine and it's very important that we advocate for ourselves when we go to the doctor ask the doctor please do a urinalysis Please look at our urine so that they can see if there's anything going on that you're missing. I know that it's embarrassing to ask someone to please look in the toilet and see what color, you know, see what color my urine is. But your doctor should do that for you. And doctors don't do that automatically. So it's your responsibility when you go to the doctor, even though they don't do it automatically, say, Please, do a urinalysis. I want to make sure that everything is okay. So they'll do that for you, and if they don't, you stand up for your rights and say, "I need it," and do it. So that's my uh, that's my preaching for the moment. So make sure you do that for yourself. One of the problems that can happen, uh, you can get a urinary tract infection. And they're pretty common, particularly in women, and it has to do with a lot of different variables. But you can help to prevent that by wiping yourself from the front of the body to the back so that that bacteria doesn't settle in the front. Also, drinking a lot of water and not eating a huge amount of Sugars and that kind of thing can help to prevent the urinary tract infections. Also, if you are sexually active, if you urinate before and after, that can really help with preventing urinary tract infections. They can be cleared up. Usually, if you drink enough, it'll clear it up. Some people say that drinking cranberry juice can really help. If it really burns and hurts when you urinate, you probably ought to go see a doctor because that can escalate and it can get cleared up quite easily by using antibiotics. So I don't like to use antibiotics if you can help it, but uh, sometimes you just really need to do that. So don't let it go for a long time if it is burning and hurting as you urinate. Another problem that can happen with the urinary tract is incontinence, and that happens when you can't control your flow of urine. Uh, happens often with elderly people. Your muscles start to relax, and you don't have as much control over the flow of it. This can also be helped and prevented by exercises that you can do, certain type of, they're called Kegel exercises, or you can go to the doctor and they can treat it with medication, and if it's really annoying and troublesome, there's even a a surgery that can be done to help that. Sometimes childbirth can damage the urethra, and women that have had children have trouble with incontinence. If not Permanently, sometimes for a good while after a baby is born. And also for men, after having prostate surgery, incontinence is quite common after that. And it it usually subsides after the surgery has happened, you know, after a while. But sometimes there does need to be an intervention to fix that. So that's called incontinence, when you can't control the flow of your urine. So a urinalysis is the lab term that you will hear. If you go to the doctor and you hear them say, oh, she has a UTI, that means you have a urinary tract infection. And you hear them say, we need to do a urinalysis. Or you might even hear them say, we're going to dip your urine. That means they want to look at the pH and look at it and look under the microscope to see what they can see. And they also visually look at it to see if it's cloudy or clear or what color it is. But the urinalysis can tell them so much about the health of your body and can actually diagnose quite a few diseases and problems that may be percolating or brewing in your body, so you do need to make sure that you ask the doctor to check your urine. You can also have a UTI without any pain. That happens more often in elderly people where maybe they've lost some nerve feeling in that part of their body, and they don't even know that they have a urinary tract infection, but they will have symptoms of dementia, and fever, and lowered appetite, and even nausea or vomiting, but you ask them, and they will tell you that they don't have any pain when they urinate, Well, those are all still symptoms of a urinary tract infection or possibly a kidney infection that can be going on in your body and you don't even know it. So if you're having these kinds of symptoms or you're having pain in the back part of your body or in your lower abdomen, even if you're not having pain on urination, make sure they check your urine. So, we've covered a little bit about the urinary system, and I hope I have inspired you to advocate for yourself and also to drink water. Lots and lots of water. Coke doesn't count. Pepsi doesn't count. Coffee doesn't count. Beer doesn't count. You need to drink water. Juice doesn't count. So, pure, good water lots of it and you're gonna feel so much better so that's it on our body
2: fluid of the day
0: phew finally made it
2: yeah and i feel like i walked for miles just to get here my feet are really aching
0: my feet are okay but my back is really tired and sore I know, I know, there's this neat little invention called rolling luggage. But I have so much stuff and I just don't like the idea of it being stored out of my reach. That means all the important stuff is carried on my back.
2: I know the feeling. If it's really important, I want it right with me. I don't have to worry about back pain anymore, though, thanks to the back tee pack It divides the weight evenly, so it's distributed on either side. It puts things right under my arms and hands, so they're within easy reach.
0: I'm concerned that someone being really careful could open my pack and take something from it. The design of the back tea pack sounds like it might cut down on that.
2: Yeah, and because everything is close at hand, there's no need to take it on and off, on and off, every time I need to add something to it or get something out. And I can use it to carry more than I would be able to fit in the average medium to large backpack. So that's a winner too. The cool thing is that all kinds of people use the back tee pack, hikers, students, tech enthusiasts, people who need to carry oxygen, and frequent travelers.
0: Speaking of travel, I've got to get going, but is there somewhere I can learn more?
2: Absolutely. Just visit blindalive.com slash That's B-A-C-K-T-P-A-C-K. You'll find audio, text, and even an interview with Backtpack's creator. Don't forget, it's blindalive.com slash
0: I'll remember that. My pack will be sure to remind me.
2: Thank you so much for joining us on this quirky journey that has been Podcast 49. We would love to have you contact us in whichever way is best for you. You can see the many, many ways on the show notes. You can also follow us on Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and it's simple. We're there in all those places as Blind Alive, all one word. Or you can go to blindalive.com and contact us using the form that's right on our main page.
1: Very good. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun podcast today, hasn't it, Lisa? It sure has. Yeah, so we were just talking a minute ago about a couple of our favorite quotes. So I want to hear yours.
2: Okay. I was going to say my theme for today is Mel won't share her lasagna and (laughs) I'm bummed, but uh, we can transcend that a bit. I found this quote when I was about 17, actually, and I have loved it ever since. It's a quote from Edward Everett Hale and it says, I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything But still, I can do something, and since I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. And I think that applies to our dealings with others and even our dealings with ourselves and our own health. Oh,
1: absolutely. We
2: can do what we can do, and we can really just strive to be the best that we can.
1: That's right. That's right. We can do do something. I have to, I'll tell you the story about my quote that I say a lot, and it's hanging up in my exercise room. It's been hanging up all over in various places in my house, and it was hanging up in my childhood home right above the fireplace. And it said, it's by Abraham Lincoln, and it is, Most people are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. And that quote has stuck with me my whole life. And I, whenever I get down, I just say, okay, make up, make up my mind. And it, it works most of the time.
2: exactly. Exactly.
1: All right, everybody. Well,
2: we will see you at... Go out there and make up your mind to be happy.
1: Yeah, and we'll see you at Podcast 50. Wow.